volume, everyone. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. This is Canadian's Best Radio. I want to apologize just off the top. Ayo, welcome in, welcome in. Canadian Radio. Yeah, me and my brotherhood. <laughs> I know that sounds racial to you American folks, but the brotherhood and I uh, got together, drink down at the Eagles and Moose Club. Right. Eagles and Moose Club every uh, every Tuesday. Yeah. Ooh, Tuesdays are good for drinking. I spy something... <laughs> With wood? With wood. <laughs> I spy a maple tree. Tree? Oh, tree? tree. <laughs> Canadian maple tree. The I greatest see. wood in all the land. I spy something that's tall. <laughs> tree? Wood. Tree. Tree. <laughs> tree. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're here. This is, uh, this is a podcast that some people listen to. Yeah. This is it. This is what we're doing. I'm the uh, next Kyle Benavides. Oh, dude, man, you got that's a big shoes to fill, or yeah. at least a big tank uh, turtleneck to fill, maybe yeah, big socks to fill. The <laughs> shoes aren't too big. <laughs> he wears he wears sh- shoes two sizes too big just to show off. Um, welcome in. We got Spaghetti Jake. How are you, friend? Not too bad. How are you, man? I'm yeah. happy to be here. Oh, nice. I'm glad you're here as well. This is come in. We're open. It's just honest conversations with Austin Langley. That's you. That's me. That's our hack uh, thing we made. A thumbnail, maybe you could call it. A picture. It's a nice little poster, man. Do you want to draw me one? You've got some dope skills with a pen and paper. I can. I mean, this one this one kind of gets the job done. I mean, I could, I could try to do one with like a neon. Yeah, I mean, I don't need. Sign. Yeah, I just, I mean, if you want to animate a come in more open sign, I will use it 100%. Of the yeah. time, I could dig it. Yeah, how uh, how's your day so far? Are you getting anything crazy? We talked about jokes. You wrote some jokes. Yeah, I'm pretty ready. Uh, tonight's the big roast battle. So the roast battle every always, second and fourth Friday. I always wait to the very last second to make jokes. Honestly, so. sometimes it it works best in the moment, or at least like that's just the, I think it's just the element of. Yeah, I'd say a good half of my jokes are pre-written, and half of them are. Uh, but the pre-winning ones are fucking bangers yeah, because you come out bangers. every time you're on the panel, every time you're in the arena, I appreciate you at the Cruelty Carnage Crusade. Aw, thanks, man. I, I want you to know that. that. I appreciate you letting me be part of it, man. Yeah, I don't care what everyone else says. You're a good guy. Yeah, I no. don't care what everyone else says. I'm a good guy, too. <laughs> no. <clears throat> you're one of the, you're one of the um, few people I feel like no one has anything bad to say about you. Oh, that's nice. And it is, I mean, I think it is, I think it's a thing to show for because, um, yeah, there's, I mean, even I, I, everyone's got fucking haters, you know, but I feel like no matter who I talk to, there's not a person that's, that's down on you in the scene. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of issues for sure, but I, and I feel like you get a lot of shit, but it's none of it's out of like harm or hate. Yeah, I agree. I think I, uh, I don't know, leave you treated like a punk, you know that's unheard mm-hmm. of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the mindset I... And you, I mean, I think you do a fucking... You, I, I always praise you on the way you do take jokes, because I think that has a lot to um, even just say for jokes that will bomb, but therefore the other half is a part of it, so therefore it works, and the audience gets that and tags along with it, you know? Yeah. 
Got to keep the show rolling. Yeah, know? and you do a fucking amazing job at it. Even at, uh, the last one was the Halloween show, and you dressed up as a Tin Man. Heck yeah. You just got pummeled on. At least at one, <laughs> at least every battle, one person had something to say about it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. One <laughs> of my favorites was like the battle that kind of like tanked. The one dude said that you look like the uh, sleep apnea machine that's keeping uh, you alive. Yeah, that one was a good one. I told other people about that. One. <laughs> that one, and it was like the only joke that he got off that like worked, you know. But and it's one of those, yeah. I love, I love. Uh, you know, I think it stems from uh, being kind of the butt of the joke at a young age, and that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, just getting used to it, more comfortable with it. And, after a while, you know, learning to laugh at it. Yeah, and that's all you can do. And I mean, like I said, no one's, no one's. Uh, you've thought of those jokes fifty times over, or whatever. You know, like those have gone through your brain before yeah. that oh, person. Yeah. You're like, that's what you, that's hack. It's, that's it, hack. It's part of my routine, man. Every yeah. time I take a shower, I do the old body shame. You know, the other day I was looking at myself with only a shirt on, and I thought to myself, I look like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, know? just wean her out. Yeah. That's Winnie Poohin, dude. Just t-shirts. I'm, I'm looking for the honeys. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, don't go out looking like that. I remember. Because <laughs> you'll get arrested. <laughs> they won't see it, man. I got yeah. a big belly. Just uh, say that. That's your opening line. I'm Winnie the Pooh. I'm looking for honeys. Yeah. And they're like, you're nude, sir. I remember the first time I uh, learned to take a joke. Well, it was on a good roast on me. I was in yeah. eighth grade. Yeah. I was playing uh, jump rope. Yeah. With my gals. You know how it goes. <laughs> little, little girls get together and jump rope. The old honeys. Yeah, the yeah. honeys, you would and say. My buddy Kimo was like, damn, Jacob, you're going to cause another earthquake in Wait. Hades. Or <laughs> Your friend Kimo? Yeah, my boy Kimo. Yeah. Did he have cancer? Hashtag chemotherapy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that was just his name. His, like, his, like, his, relig- his God-given name? Yeah. He was a, he was a funny guy. Half black, Kimo. half Asian. Chemo, <laughs> chemo. Yeah. that's a strong name, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's just people would directly think of chemotherapy no matter what. Yeah, that's why I do chemo sabi. It's yeah. more playful, you know, yeah, a little different. For sure, definitely. But yeah, that was the moment I knew that, you know, maybe I shouldn't be such a big baby about fat jokes. No, um, and it's not that. I think you're 100% allowed to feel about it. Um, I think you being aware of the way the room reacts too is a very powerful thing where yeah. you're like, okay, I mean, I know that joke isn't the funniest or maybe I've thought of it before or someone said it in the past, but the fact that that those moments aligned and that guy delivered it in the way that he delivered it or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Like There's it, definitely something too. If you're a part of the joke, you're yeah. involved in it. For sure. If there's a laugh going on and it maybe it's at your expense, you're still a part of the joke. For sure. And it's better everybody's laughing and then you can then hit one back mm-hmm. and keep going. Yeah. Rather than shutting it down and being like, Why would you say that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you just <laughs> if you went into it all stone cold, it'd be fucking tough. Yeah, and it kind of kills the energy of the room and makes you uh come off as someone that that you really I mean, for me at least I mean, I'll react to it. Uh, if it's funny, I laugh. You know, that's like the... I love being the dummy. Yeah. Like, I like oh, being... Man, like, yeah. setting people up. It's almost like a fucking... You lay the trap and knowing that you're the fucking expense. Yeah. When you just say something ridiculous and somebody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
what? (laughs) And knowing where that joke is coming from. Like I said, I think there's very rare jokes that are coming towards you out of hatred or harm to you, you know? It's more for, hey, we're all fucking doing this. Yeah, and it's like, you know, when it's surface level, too, it's like, it really doesn't. As long as it's funny is, is, is where I come from. I remember one time in gym class, I was roasting this kid, and he goes to me and goes, shut up, bitch tits. And I had my shirt off and oh, had the whole locker room laughing their asses off. That was, a, that was a moment where I gained respect for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is sometimes that quick snap, even if it is, like I said, hack or been said before, uh, the moments aligned to where that was going to work, you know? Yeah. My favorite thing is wearing like really dumb outfits, like, just mm-hmm. wherever I'm at, and then getting people to talk shit just so I can like roll with it and yeah, I, I like people watching. I like roasting people. It's 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 a two way road, you know. For you, sure, it's my favorite. Me and Austin went to a punk show recently, and we just walked to the side of the wall and we were like, start ripping on the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it is. Fun. There was I mean, like the oldest guy right next to us, the yeah. first person we want to start making fun of, and he's like right there. So we just have to point at it. Oh, Evan and, and we I, both started oh, giggling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the best. Evan and I have had like plenty of fun. Like we ate mushrooms once and went to a Primus concert and just sat in the smoking area for too long, just being like, oh my God. Oh my God, look at these humans. <laughs> Even at the punk show the other night, yeah. we abandoned the people we were with yeah. for like 30 minutes. And they were like, where were you guys? We were just outside joking. We were just talking <laughs> shit. Riffing yeah. on the street. Oh, that's my favorite. One of my best, best, best memories was uh, I had a van that was 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. It was my it was my $500 van. Yeah. And uh, we got How much did you spend Caesars. on your van? Um, three thousand. Okay, wow, Big that's dog. a lot different. Six but times. it's also much more. I mean, it's. I mean, it's much. It's worth it. Like that was cheap for what I got. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's a nice van. I mean, it ran me dry, and I'm broke. But ran with the van. Right? I ran ran with the van. But, ran broke with uh, the in van. the five hundred dollar. Yeah, we were in the van, and we got Little Caesars, and found a first front row parking spot out of Walmart. Ball and princess <laughs> front row seat. Yeah, we're eating. <laughs> the three of us. Uh, we were eating pizza, uh, people watching, mm-hmm. like roasting people as they're coming in. They're people with returns. Like, yeah. oh, I bet it doesn't work because they're fat. You know, like, <laughs> like just very dumb jokes. Sounds <laughs> like a silly ass podcast. Like uh, making like the people of Walmart a podcast. Like whatever that Instagram is, but also with pizza. Yeah, with pe- pizza. That sounds so cool. People in the pe- pe- pizza and the people of Walmart. <laughs> it was a good time. Oh my! Uh, I do. There is. I don't know. I mean, even. Talking shit aside, there's something cool about eating pizza in a van because I've done it. (laughs) And I just fucking said cowabunga like too many times. It's the best. We got coconuts from Walmart and we're drinking out of the coconuts with the straw. Balling on a budget. Yeah, it was, oh man, coconut, drinking out of a coconut while eating Hawaiian pizza. Oh god! In a van, paradise at a Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> parking a, lot. What, what is that? Is that a Malibu van? Is that a van? <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice one. It it, it was kind of weird in certain areas, like when you close the door, the seatbelt would engage already. On, oh, I like those. Uh, yeah, I would do it on only the passenger. I wouldn't <laughs> do that on the driver's side because it didn't work, and yeah. so it always felt a little unsafe sure is off-putting for sure for some uh people i've given rides to (laughs) yeah i had a a camry that out of the eight door handles inside and out only two of them worked still 
So there's only one door in and one door out. Oh my god! I got all wasted once, difficult. and yeah. <laughs> I got also all wasted. Inviting people into that—that's a death <laughs> trap. Yeah, uh, I got all wasted once and passed out, or yeah, passed out in my Subaru. But my friends locked me in with the child lock, and then I drove around for probably two and a half months, thinking that my back doors were broken <laughs> and you couldn't open them from the inside. So I had to let people out of my car. And like then a chauffeur. Yeah. But, but that was just because I mean, I was just dumb and didn't realize child the child lock, lock was on. Yeah, I got child locked once. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, I, I got child locked once. <laughs> I had a Christian friend growing up and I would visit him here and there cuz he had, didn't have any other friends. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> and uh his parents on April Fools, I was trying to we went to like a CC's pizza and I was trying to get out. I couldn't More get pizza. out. I was like why can't I get out? And they go, "You pranked." And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "We we put the child lock on you." And I said, "What the heck's a child lock?" <laughs> and yeah, that was Man, they got you good. Yeah. They got you good. And then you'd never see C's Pizza again. Oh, I went to CC's Pizza. I was let down. Oh, come on, dog. I was let down. People hyped it up. Evan, I took Evan on a dude date. It was tight. But the biggest issue was Austin took us at like 1130. I think it was like midday. It was lunch hour. It was like three Sorry, I'm 80 years old. It wasn't a bunch of za. It was not the, it was, I was. Somehow let, everything still looked stale. It was. It still looked like it had been Dude, out you take for those, 10 hours. You take those cinnamon things out of the heat lamp for less than 30 seconds, and they are rock solid. Oh, let's let's calm down. Okay. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I was like, no. I, well, like, I took two. I to know it's not as good a, as AA's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> those are Death's Domino's delivery. CC's uh, <laughs> pizza is fire, man. CC's? I, was, oh, I mean, man. I would go back if it was free. Yeah, there's a CC's. Like that one was free. <laughs> free CC's? Well, someone gave us free gave us free oh, It was like a bingo tip one day. Someone gave me two C's, free CC's. Free CC's. CC's. <laughs> free CC's pass. Free CC's. <laughs> free freeze. A free yeah. CC's pass. Um, Freebie for CC's. Frieza. Pizza. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, you, could, you could literally go up to him and be like, yo, there's only one more piece of this. Can I just get like. A whole ass pizza for myself. You can request, yeah. yeah. And man, they're cooler than DJs. Who's DJs th- rarely take requests, but the pizza guys, oh, pizza. CCs. <laughs> I was like, well, I thought it was DJ's pizza. I was confused <laughs> by your stupid ass joke. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys ever work at pizza places? Yeah. Really? Um, yep. Oh, that's right. Oh, you yeah. were at Fat Sully's. I was there. I think I had another. I worked at this place called Powderhound Pizza. Do you want to call the White House? We haven't done yeah. that in a long Dude. time. Dude. <laughs> and they might not be open yet. I worked at this place called A Town Pizza and I only worked there for one afternoon. One afternoon. I was a driver. Well, I was eating there with my homie and we both just quit our jobs. And so this guy, owner of the place, walks up to us and goes, Hey guys, you guys look like you're looking for jobs. What? Uh, do you want to work here? And I saw I said Heck yeah. And my roommate was like, I don't know. So he didn't work there, but I did. And then that guy was crazy. He did a line of cocaine off of a pizza crust. Tight. And wow, that's so Italian. Yeah, he, he was wild. He literally took my W two, like all the paperwork that I filled out, yeah. and threw it in a corner on the and where all the other paperwork was, like just on a pile on the ground. Tight. 
And everyone was like, yeah, he's crazy. And I thought it was like, ooh, yeah, he's like, you know, he's shenanigans fun uncle crazy. crazy but yeah, no, was, it was sketchy uncle crazy. Was wild. Yeah. I was like, hey, you look kind of young. Why are you working here? And he's like, yeah, I'm 14. <laughs> it was like one in the morning. <laughs> like it was a school night for sure. He was like, "Yeah, I got school at six, oh but he's making me stay God. here to wash dishes." And I was like, "Well, I'm not washing the dishes, so <laughs> I'm just a driver." So <laughs> that is so a town. Are they still around? They opened up another location, but then since then it got uh, all shut down because shut of paperwork issues. <laughs> because Jeez, of the surprisingly pile. enough, yeah. <laughs> Never got paid from them either. I Dude, that's like yeah. average. It wasn't Joe's the drug gym. abuse and minors, but it was the. <laughs> you ever oh watch Dodgeball when he like opens up the closet? Mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn's paperwork is all just piled up. Oh God, it's it makes no sense to me. But yeah, it was pretty wild. There's a girl from high school that worked there, and that was the only reason I stayed for as long as I did. An afternoon. <laughs> yeah, uh, being a pizza driver is fun, though. I mean, the like. If you have a nice car, it seems like actually a pretty fun little thing to do, you know? So, (laughs) it seems like a fun thing to do. You don't get (laughs) tipped as much as I I wish one would. Yeah. I feel like all pizza delivery people should have a seat warmer. Just to put the pizza pizza on. Uh, Yeah, I feel like the pizza itself. Oh, yeah. I saw a security robot the other day, and there's like pizza robots. Yeah. What? Pizza robots. Uh, ah. In the future, that'll deliver your pizza via robot. I watched a, a grinder robot that you throw. It's like a crab, and it was like dancing around on the table, and then you th- you throw it a nugget. Oh, it I puts the nugget in it, and then it like grinds, and then it dances, and then it makes out a little joint, and it uses the claws, and it grabs the joint and hands it to you. Oh, wow. That's yeah. the future, dude. Okay. I saw the security robot the other day. It was down. saw RoboCop. It was the first edition RoboCop, first yeah, generation dude. RoboCop. I don't know. I just was like tripping out, and it, I mean, I think it was just filming me film it, but that was it. There was a news I thought story, kind of touching it, but I did recently about a woman who <laughs> yeah, like went up to me. one <laughs> and tried to like get help from it, and it just told her to go away. <laughs> and then it sang a song <laughs> oh, as it rolled out. I know that's <laughs> dope. Beep. My, my first uh, experience of. Uh, understanding what death was. I had a dog, like one of those robot dogs, like a rah, rah. Oh, yeah. And I was, I played with it every Dude, day. Dude, those things were cool. It had the digital eyes. Yeah. You could like tell it to sit down and shit. And then one day I was Damn, in the bathroom so cool. with a sink and I was playing in the sink. I was like four years old and I put the dog in the sink and I was like, yeah, he's swimming. Yeah. In the Doggy paddle, you know. <laughs> and it just goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the exact Whoa. noise. You just gave me PTSD. For sure. <laughs> like flashback. Bro. I'm going to start crying for sure. <laughs> it was. And then after that, for like three years straight, every time I washed my hands in the bathroom, I was like. That's a pretty crazy concept. <laughs> Death you you old yeller your dog with water? Dude, I hate water. It is the worst. Yeah, the Evan does the same thing when you put wash him in the sink. Yeah, dude. Just <laughs> I break yeah. down. Yeah, he'll shut off. <laughs> he'll shut off. Um, so you're Denver originally, yeah? Yeah, I'm from Aurora. Yeah. Aurora. That's where I first A-town. uh A Town Pizza. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> checks out. That guy is a crazy person. <laughs> no, uh we'll talk about crazy owners. There's an establishment that w- had an open mic at it last night. Not dropping any names here. But we were reading reviews and the owner of the place was just like a nut job 
I think I know what place you're talking about. <laughs> it was for sure. insane because like one person was like, I changed my reviews to four stars to two stars because blah 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 the cheeseburgers. And then, in quotations, the owner just responded, I changed my reviews to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we didn't care about the first time, Brandon. <laughs> I, was like, I like this guy. This I know. A cool guy. <laughs> I was giggling so hard where I was like, who the fuck is the owner of this place? Anyways. That's how the owner of uh, David Rodriguez of the, of the fort, yeah. he'll, he'll go after anybody. that he's Literally, people will be like, I got kicked out for laughing too much. And he'll be like, first off. That's never happened yeah. in all of comedy. <laughs> Nobody kicks out for laughing, laughing too much. Oh, yeah. You were kicked out because of this and this. We actually had to call the cops. Yeah. Like it was it's so funny that he uh Well, in he comedy his... club I feel like is a is a bear. Like you can do that where people yeah. almost expect it. Yeah. But to be just like an owner of, of a, a bar of a, a, a restaurant or whatever it is. Because <laughs> there was other ones where he was just like insulting people and just like making up silly rhymes where she was like ah the mate the the, the beer tasted old. He's like, old, fold, schmold, get a job. <laughs> it's like, what? Your mom yeah. sure liked it. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah it, it, there was one that just said, there was a review, and then right underneath it, his response was, your name sounds like an ointment. <laughs> oh, and that was it. <laughs> Right, Damn! Now, now he's so not like, me as cool dude, as he I was. mean, that's a pretty good one. I don't care who that's you are; so it's a funny. straight shot. Just gets that's a, that's a jab. Responds to. I don't know. I views. hope this doesn't backfire. Anyways, I I worked for a crazy, crazy place for a while. It was like a Greek family. Yeah. Um, and one of the sons, dude, <laughs> he was like forty something, and he wasn't allowed to have a phone in his room because he spent <laughs> way too much money on psychics. Like to the point where the family no longer allowed him to have a phone. Oh, psychics! That's a that's a sex addict who's getting hand jobs from a middle <laughs> aged. Oh dang! There's and no way he, if he spent too much money on psychic. How many times can you have your future read to you <laughs> in different outcomes? That's what we said. It was like sex operator. Phones. Yeah, that's no. He just he's called not, them psychics. Yeah, and then he had a uh-huh. very strong relationship with Miss Kennedy Summers, a Playboy lady that he was convinced he was talking to online for years oh my god so like it, it was one of the most like seeing someone that insane be so confident it was like earth shattering because you couldn't really like the one time that somebody stepped up and was like dude you're a fucking moron yeah you really think that this playboy model is messaging you you think that all the thousands of yeah. dollars you funneled her is going to that model you're a fucking idiot yeah and honestly. he cried and the family went up to the person and was like, you can't do that. He, he can't handle. Dude, that's the most Florida story I've heard in a while. It was crazy. <laughs> I worked with them for a long time. It's the dude. most Florida-ass shit. It's not even like verbal Florida. That's just like, yeah, this, I knew this guy. <laughs> Sex addict for gypsies who read the future. He always told me to take out the trash when the trash wasn't even full. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, dude, he would do shit where he'd just like, uh, burn something, and then when somebody would send it back, he'd just scrape it off and then send it right back to see if they would say anything, oh. and they'd always send it back. I mean, like, that's the same exact one. He's like, oh, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, you can't <laughs> uncook something. This is a pizza place? No, no, that was like a it's diner. A restaurant. Diner, yeah, that makes sense still, for sure. Oh, my God. That's funny. It was chaos. So from that Florida, whole family. That's a Florida story, the for cuties. sure. 
Okay, he, don't name drop. <laughs> <laughs> he made his mom, who was like in her 80s, pump his gas. Oh <laughs> because it God. was like a Greek thing where that like is, men don't pump their own gas. The woman does it for them. That is a weird Damn, that's good to know for future reference for sure. <laughs> that is weird as shit. It was chaotic, dude. They were a weird, fa- I mean, yeah. weird family. Wiley Bunch. Yeah. Yeah, and they all worked there. It was like literally like nine of them that I worked with. That's insane. The mom roasted me last time I was there. She like yeah, came up to me and she was like, oh, I thought who was this ugly woman in the kitchen? <laughs> oh. It's just Evan. I was like, D- fuck you. Dude. That's funny. I haven't been here in so long. Got your ass. And that's the first thing you say to me. You're a pretty lady. Man. Yeah. Don't let them say that. <laughs> You're a pretty lady. So A-Town from day one. Day one A town. Heck yeah. Where uh what neighborhood you go to school in? Um like elementary school. Um I so when I was younger I I, I grew up in this place called Fox Hills, I think is what it was called. Yeah. It's like privilege. It was like gen what was it uh, suburbs. Yeah, it was it was uh gentrification for sure. Like it yeah. was uh like a new up and coming. Yes, before the, my dad lost the house for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know you always tell that story. I'm like, did that? That you, you bet the house, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then after the divorce, Aurora is known as the all American city because yeah. it has everything. It has like rich motherfuckers, poor motherfuckers. Yeah, I thought you were saying witch. Yeah, witch. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> got, it's witches. got witches, dude, yeah. for sure. Now <laughs> it's 2022. It does sure, seem honestly. like a plethora of people. In Aurora, it's a weird, oddly big space it's too. Got a very broad demographic of mofos. Yeah, when uh, I when I first moved here, like I said, I was in Aurora, and I was like, people would be like, "Oh, how's Denver?" I was like, "I think I'm in Denver." <laughs> like, I don't know if yeah. I'm Denver. And then once I like started venturing out, I was like, "Okay, this all makes sense yeah. now." I've been to some pretty crazy Aurora parties. I've yeah. been to a party <laughs> that got shot up. Oh damn, <laughs> it was pretty wild. Yeah, how old? How old was it when that happened? Um, I was 23, so okay. like a few years ago. It was when yeah. I was in moving. Yeah. Moving, man. If you get invited to a party while you're working and moving, never say yeah, man. It's oh, that is. People, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is off the walls. Man. That is a, that is something I guess I've never thought of. Like people moving in or out will usually throw like a party for either trash in the place or like a. Yeah. yeah. A great tip that I got multiple well, times as a mover, a bunch of weed. Yeah. They, they're not allowed to move the weed. Like, oh. you know, I can't box this up, man. Wait, so you partied with the other movers? No. Um, yeah, actually. Oh. That's what I, yeah, I thought that, you were yeah, saying. That was the party that got shot up. Okay. Was, was, I imagine uh, they just get wasted and start moving the furniture and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I bet you we could stack this up on there, dude. Let's, oh, let's fucking stack it, dude. <laughs> let's back the yeah. truck up. <laughs> that, that party was stacked. It was people on top of each other. It was the yeah. most full room I've ever been in. Nice. The guy running the party passed out and woke up to his homie banging his girl like right <laughs> next to his passed out ass. And so he got up and both of those dudes worked in the moving company that I worked yeah. for. And he he got up, grabbed a gun and just started popping off. That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, everybody ran out. It was, it was pretty wild. I was I was outside already. So it was more just kind of like a 
Yeah. Let's go. What the heck's going on in there? <laughs> I, yeah, we actually rolled out. And then That's insane. I heard the story from the guy who grabbed the gun and was popping off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's just telling, he's incriminating himself. It's the next day at work. He, I was like, where's Michael? He was just venting. <laughs> I was like, is Michael okay? And he was like, I hope he's not okay, that <laughs> son of a bitch. And Michael actually owes me like over $1,000 for a car that I gave him. So I was kind of like, you know. Yeah. That sounds like a Michael thing to do. Yeah, Fuck your girl and steal a now, car. He's now a cop. He is a cop what? now. He became a cop. We're That's... name dropping the weirdest people on this episode <laughs> of the podcast. I'm really like serious. we got a crazy family from Florida that's gonna come after me. Some dude named Michael's gonna pull me over one time and I'm gonna be like Excuse me? No, honestly, all things being said, Michael is a pretty chill guy. <laughs> I forgave him for the thousand dollars, but you know, I'm never forgetting. That's the mentality, you know. I don't know if Michael's a good person. He's not for sure. I mean, he's he's wronged a lot of people. You mentioned the divorce. How old were you when that happened? I was in second grade. Second grade. Yeah. That's a solid grade to be in for was, taking some trauma on. Eh, I mean, the divorce wasn't that bad for me. Uh so my sister right now is a psychologist. Yeah. Has a master's older in, or younger in psychology? Uh, older. I'm the youngest. Yeah, you're the oh, youngest. How many? Yeah, uh, I have two sisters. One's a half sister from my dad and his wife before. Okay, uh, and then are you close with your siblings? I'm close with my sister. That's closer to my age. She's yeah, like two years older. While the other sister's like ten years older. Yeah, and so I'm close with her, but like more like an aunt. Yeah, I'm the youngest sense. of three. And both my brothers are six and nine years older than oh, me. Oh, run to the litter, man. Yep. Got to get some fiddlesticks I was, for that, man. Uh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, the last chance for a female. Oh. I was supposed to be Tara. Anyways, Dang. you were in second grade. <laughs> I was actually the first boy. First boy. I know. That's, yeah. Austin, if you ever go in drag, you need to be Tara. Go and drag. I've done it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, your territory. Uh, I don't know. That's but, yeah. but yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um. So my mom, the issues that my parents had with each other, my mom would over like hyper communicate yeah. to my sister, and then they wouldn't tell me anything because they're just like Jake's okay with his. He's just dealing with it. Yeah, we're just gonna give Jake a wrestling video game and let him be in his room for twelve hours straight, yeah. and he will be fine. And I was; it was yeah. a great game. It was, it yeah. was SmackDown versus Raw two thousand eight. Damn, I think I had that one too. And that all the good. wrestling games, for some reason, are way too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's from fucking ninety two or two thousand twenty two. Well, those yeah. fucking games smack. So even though you had siblings, you did spend a lot of time solo. Um, I suppose. I mean, I definitely hung out with my sister a lot, but you know, once she got old enough to have boyfriends and shit, it was more, I was on my own for sure. Cause yeah. And she's six years older than you? No, my sister closest related is just uh, two years older. Okay. And then my other sister is like 10 years older. Yeah. But two yeah. years older. So that, I mean, at least I think it's good to be, I think, close with your siblings or at least have an open, honest relationship with them yeah I, we were like hey you're an asshole i'm not gonna deal with it but at the did same you time, have like one of them in school did you have her in school with you oh so she i saw her in high school so i guess she's like three years older than me i don't even or she was like a sophomore senior or not a senior but like a junior like when i was in middle school not once was she 
there. Yeah, but, that's only like a two year stint though. She yeah. just skipped a lot of school. No, uh, she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah she's a nerd, bro. She was on that, she was on that uh, try hard shit for sure. Every that education AP class, motherfucker could have teachers would yeah. be like, "Oh, you're Mallory's brother." And you I'd must be, like, be real smart. Yeah, I'd be like, "Yes." And then like two weeks in, they're like, "Oh, this guy's a fucking. <laughs> He's not at all like his sister for sure." Yeah. <laughs> they tell me to go back to sleep. <laughs> on a regular basis his tests just have drawings of wrestlers yeah just a, a, wrestlers a belt and, and a guy yeah. flexing <laughs> i dig it <laughs> like this word problem deserves the world championship title every essay has been written in bars yeah <laughs> honestly man i had a good time uh, yeah i slept most of school for sure i was a sleeper school, really school isn't built for everyone I realized that as an adult, I dated a teacher and shit, and it's fucking stupid and dumb. I was put into, like, special classes my whole life. I was considered, like, challenged. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, school made me feel very awkward and different. Yeah. And it was, sense. like, almost obvious where, like I said, I had special classes going all the way from elementary school. I was dosed with, like, medications because the teachers thought that was the best way to go about it. Oh, geez. They were like, yeah, ADD is a real powerful thing this, in yeah. the 90s. Have you Eat heard of this? mushrooms? Yeah. I so, feel like, like public schools are, like, prison yards for children in the way oh, that they yeah. harden you, where, like, you get used to, like, being in this large group and being protective of, like, what you share and, like, yeah. how, how who you hang out with and you, what groups you join. Yeah. And then, like... A strict schedule. There's... Vocab. Oh, yeah. And, like, I mean, some people thrive in that element, and it's built for their, like, minds. But and then you meet a fucking homeschooled kid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you weirdo. <laughs> because they don't have any of that shell uh, that but is I mean, created. Yeah. There's plenty of things that definitely I'm sure public school teaches. I'm saying, but yeah, the 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 system isn't built for everyone. Yeah, I was, I was failed by a lot of teachers, for sure. There's a lot of moments where they probably should have said something or yeah. done something or at least asked me. Yeah, or put Why maybe I'm sleeping so much. And they yeah, <laughs> I know that is a weird one. I didn't sleep. That's like a. That's also like a jailer being like, "Sleep your time off." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was bad. Bro. We had a we had a teacher get fired uh, because she drew a penis on the kid's neck while he was sleeping. Oh, that's just classic. And then that a, is that also same the... day she cut another girl's hair. She's like, "I'm not letting this sleeping going on in the class anymore." That is, that is also the most Florida thing you've said in a while. She started the year of the DUI. Yeah, <laughs> on the way is, to school. <laughs> Someone took her mugshot and posted it all around the school. Oh I have my one teacher God. that would nurse the students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't some, too bad. It tasted like <laughs> some would bring their pet gator in on Tuesdays and it bit Eric on the leg because <laughs> he was sleeping. But also, she was belligerent drunk. And she said it was a pop up show and tell of her own alligator. <laughs> she did show her. She had to close her legs a few times. The students had to tell her because she'd wear these skirts and like no kinds of what shorts. What kind under- of pervert, alcoholic, drug dealer? <laughs> it was like crazy. A fun class. That's <laughs> but it, yeah, this episode is way more Florida than I thought it was going to be. It's the first class me and Laura had together. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. And they yeah. bonded over some learning <laughs> about what adulthood is like as a, as a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> 
That's insane. It was yeah. That was that was Florida, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I miss them. Did yeah. <laughs> when your parents did divorce, was it like separation far away, like towns, or just um, up the block? So my dad had like suitcases lined up at the front door for like the week before they told us. It's <laughs> like his, a weird. <laughs> I was totally was going on vacation, and yeah. then. And then they're like, yeah, it's it's kind of a vacation, but sad. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, and then he moved out, and so it was just us, and then we moved into a smaller house or yeah. whatever. Do you know what indefinite means? Yeah. Because that's how this vacation's going <laughs> to be. He was, got, like, I didn't see him for, like, a good three or four years. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did it, was it bad terms? Um, It was... At first, maybe. I mean, there were bad terms underlying the whole thing. I mean, you know, it was divorce. Sure. Uh, he, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, did they not talk? Um, again, I don't, there's so much that I don't really know. I wasn't really told uh, too much. Yeah. Because I was always too young. Yeah. Sure. When I, did you, was there times that, did you hold regret against your dad at all? Like, um, for, like, your mom obviously didn't want you to hang out with him. My sister had a lot of resent towards him. Yeah. And I think some of that resent rubbed off on me, for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, my sister, it was really bad. I mean, she knew everything about... She was old enough. That yeah. situation. Yeah, and she was just the person my mom went to, like... To vent, oh, yeah. almost. Um, I was more, like... I, I could tell that there was, like, sadness. Like, there'd be yeah. times I'd walk into the room and one of them would be, start, like, walking off with tears in their eyes and mm -hmm. shit. But and you'd be like, just give me that wrestling video game. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's what stemmed me to be a comedian in a lot of ways was like sensing that sadness and trying to lighten up the mood. Yeah. You know, you know not wanting like, people to be sad. I think break the, the energy in the rooms and crazy. Yeah. The most noticeable subliminal thing you can do is laugh. Yeah. Like, uh, if someone's laughing at your shit, they're not in any control of whether or not they want you to see them laugh. Well, yeah. they, they can, I guess. It's like mind control. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it a, is. it's a fun way to, it's a weird form of, of manipulation is what it is. Yeah. Or you're manipulating that person to n giggle yeah, and it, laugh and I, have I a good suppose. time. Yeah. Manipulation. I don't know. It's kind of it, a pretty strong word. I know it is a strong well, word, it, it, but it, it, it's it is not it's like positive distraction. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put I'm it. I'm a firm I mean? believer. It's a, yeah. It's a manipulation. But I mean, but you're giving them the shiny thing to look at. Yeah, which was my fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm a firm believer. Like, I have I have a few friends that I enjoy making laugh. Yeah. Or friends that are going through bullshit uh -huh. and dealing with, like, family life bullshit problems, whatever it is. And those are the people that I'm, like, I cherish that laugh that uh -huh. I gave them, you know? Yeah. Because I know that they've got so much shit going on in their head. But the moment that I make them laugh, there's nothing else that's, like... For that, whatever uh -huh. 20 seconds it is. There's nothing yeah. else going through their brain besides I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. I'm having whatever this weird endorphin is in my brain. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, there's people, like I said, my roommate, I think he's like a tough laugh to come across. And so when I make him laugh, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like I, that, like I claim that one. Um, A lot of people say that like massaging people, the person who's massaging gets a lot more of a... A, like a dwarfin uh, rush, dwarfin, yeah. Like if it's more pleasurable to those people that yeah, because massages massage. are perverts. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm well, just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure there. I'm sure that is a problem in the massage <laughs> world for sure. I'm not going to ignore that. You know? uh, yeah, <laughs> but like, I feel like I'm I'm that way with laughing for sure. Like, 
Well, there's something about like, I mean, we all probably can understand giving a gift is better than receiving a gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? The idea of like um, giving something for you, it's like, I couldn't care less. But when you can give somebody something and you can knock it out of the park and see how happy you make somebody, I mean, that feeling's inexplicable. Yeah. I do I do have like a weird enjoyment of like cooking other people food and like serving others. Bro, I mean, if you cooked me food, man, I would you'd find so much yeah. joy in it. Well, man. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I mean, Thanksgiving, we're doing my house. Oh, the uh Friendsgiving? Yeah, yeah. If you want to swing by when you're done with whatever you got going on. Yeah, I can take it. I know somebody that both roommates she's had both were chefs. Mm-hmm. And she like went into that very aware. Yeah. Like I've got dinner every night, mm-hmm. every morning. They just feel like cooking some crazy huge dish. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, yeah. every time I've been over to that house, it's like, Oh yeah, you want eggplant Parmesan or like we've got, oh you know, homemade cannolis or yeah, we've been doing flavor of the Dave recently. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> just My cause I know friend. who Dave is. Yeah. Good friend and fellow comedian, Evan, <laughs> Uh, good friend, fellow comedian Dave, and good man, good friend, and uh, not so good of a comedian Carlos. <laughs> all of us get a uh, some good uh, grub. We get go to cooking. Walmart. All of us split like a good ten dollars, five dollars. Whoever has what, yeah, just make a spread. Yeah, and then we have whatever Dave Crush can him. make. Oh man, it's the best shit in the That's world. That's fun. That's tight flavor of the Dave. Yeah. Be, uh, uh, oh, sorry. I was just uh, on divorce stuff. Um, I remember at summer camp uh, when I was a counselor, it was so difficult to see these kids that were going through those kinds of things because there would be literally days that the parents would call and be like, did she talk to them? Oh, God. (laughs) Why would you let them? They're not allowed to be talking to them. And then, like, there's also the fact that, like, uh, we were trained extensively on, like, divorced parents. They'll go to the summer camp and just pick up the kid. When they're not even supposed uh, to, yeah, yeah. that kind of shit. There's yeah. also the reason they're at summer camp. Yeah, was because neither parent could agree on who gets them that summer. So now neither of them do. Oh man, dude, the, that kind of shit was insane. Really good yeah. for the kid, man. Really good for yeah. the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't really have it that bad divorce wise, honestly. Like, I mean, there's people who have been through a lot worse with their parents, for sure. Um, my dad actually came back like a good five or six years later. I was going to, I was wondering how um, it was like three to, to be reintroduced to your father, I guess. Well, you said you, you know, didn't see him for three. Yeah. Um, it was definitely odd. Um, I was a lot more excited than my sister was cause for I wasn't sure. as aware of. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you kind of want a father, I think as a young yeah. man. And I, I clicked with him pretty heavy pretty early on like yeah. the, uh we'd go to his apartment for like every two weeks like for a friday nice and uh man he i mean he's a goofy Fridays guy bro. He's, yeah. he's seriously one of the funniest motherfuckers invite him to some comedy uh i i told both my parents if they're at a roast battle they would probably roll with every punch yeah <laughs> and people could be as crazy and well <laughs> and like dude if, as they dude, want if, to be. if you ever want mama spaghetti dude if you ever want <laughs> papa meatball and mama <laughs> oh, mama <my> marinara <laughs> on the judges panel dude <laughs> i'll definitely run it by them the big, <laughs> the big thing is uh you know they always have to work and blah 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 yeah they're real people i guess <laughs> uh, but in well in roast battle is like it's energy and late night it's 
vibe of yeah. itself. Uh, you know? My dad, man, he. Uh, <clears throat> no, yeah. If you ever want your dad, for sure. Dad uh, on the panel. Yeah, I do want to say like, and you could just feed him jokes. Be like, say this, I dare you. Oh, and yeah. then it would murder. Yeah, bro. He's and both my parents are very easy to roast too. <laughs> like they're very roastable people. I'm <laughs> excited to meet them at some point. Yeah, I'm always excited to meet comics parents for some reason. Yeah, my parents. A lot of people are off put by how much larger I am compared to my parents. Like I'm. <laughs> That's fun. It's something in the milk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but well, yeah. it's crazy. Um, Wait, Austin, I'm curious. Did your parents ever get divorced? Yeah. I know they separated. No, well, there was a divorce at like a level started towards 11, I want to say. Probably That's... like fully committed at 13. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, my brothers were already out of the house. Okay. And. Uh, oh, that youngest. Yeah, youngest vibes. My brothers were already like on with their own thing, Mm -hmm. and so I lived with my mom for a majority of the time. And then dad always had like a weird apartment that he was like staying at. That I was right as a dad at the apartment. Yeah, it was always just like kind of. It was always just kind of weird where it felt like a. It's just I don't know. And then he got married kind of quick after. Yeah. To um, like a woman I hated. Yeah. So it was like whatever. Did you ever ask your dad what he was doing for those like three years? Um I don't know specifically. Because you said I mean, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but a gambling problem. Oh yeah, for sure. I just threw him directly under the bus. Uh, Oh no, I mean it's uh it's a part of the joke. Yeah. Yeah, he uh yeah, he's That's like a I don't know, that's like a cool that's a cool addiction in my t- in my um, eyes. It's, it's so risky. That's what <laughs> sucks about it. It, it sucks too because it's like the person cares about everyone that they're hurting. Yeah, and there's no like like uh, with alcohol you get drunk. Yeah, with you with gambling, I mean, there's no high that caps it. Like there's no like until it goes bad. Yeah, there's no like top. You can't hit a barrier and be like, okay, I'm high. I've but smoked I, enough weed. But I guarantee you there's moments in the gambling world where you're, like, fucking balling out. Yeah. Dude. Like, <laughs> the highs are got to be you're pretty like, high. You're like, dude, this is fucking live. You're oh, in, like, all boys, of a sudden a rap. Yeah, yeah music video. Has throwing it caused, cash around. Has it caused you not to want to? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But like, do you not do time, scratchies? I am so good at Texas Hold'em. Because yeah. uh, that was uh-huh. one of the things I connected with my dad with was cards he showed me and my sister how to do uh texas hold'em one mm-hmm. pair two pair three of a kind straight flesh yeah. full house bro i'm pr- i'm pretty good at it because my uh my playing style is uh wild uh and loose if that makes sense i could see you on the espn you do look like wild a- and loose is how you should play texas hold'em it sounds like the most texas way to play it also just yeah Sounds like, gross. I got I got I got <laughs> beat by Jeremy and Cash loose. once. I got beat by Jeremy Cash. Jeremy sure. Cash had caught a, me off guard. Yeah, he's he's a he's, he's stone face killer. He's good. He's you do look like you would be. Yeah. <laughs> you do look like you would be featured on an ESPN poker event. Yeah, like one a, of those characters. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Like my my name is Spaghetti Jake, and I've been gambling since I was thirteen <laughs> years old illegally under an underground. <laughs> Spaghetti Jake with the pair six. Yeah, Spaghetti Jake would be a tight poker name, too. Also, you come in with the lore of, like, he comes from a family of gamblers. Yeah. But yeah. he does not 
spoil the profits. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't <laughs> enjoy the money. He the gives origin. it all to charity. It's that uh it's You're that. like a superhero. Next that. summer it's spaghetti G <laughs> in ESPN poker. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've always said it's a cur- it's a family curse. We're great at uh great with cards when there's no money involved. Yeah. <laughs> But the second money is involved, that's when we lose everything. For sure. Yeah my my household's uh, uh, my my household is uh, more of sorry and uh, cribbage type of cards. Ooh, okay. Maybe an Uno. I did play a lot of Uno in jail. I like Uno. If that checks out for Wait, anything. Uh, did it have all the cards? I figure it was like a daycare where like you just lose all the pieces to the yeah, games. There a lot of them. Yeah. Like or you would have to make your own. Like I made my own cribbage boards in jail. Whoa, look at you getting crafty. I mean, it was just a, you can also just do it with a piece of paper and numbers. <laughs> it's only first to 121. I know, but, but numbers, stru- yeah, that's not your strong. Everyone wants a cribbage board for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would like jail, man. I think I would probably just sleep all the time. Like You do look <laughs> like someone that was freshly let out of jail as well. Yeah. Not only ESPN poker, but Spaghetti Jake just recently got out of county jail and has been gambling on the inside for a while for yeah. cupcakes and instant coffee. <laughs> Hell Catch yeah. him next week at ESPN poker. It would I like be the cool name. if you went into different poker games around the world and different scenes. Like you do like the ESPN one, then you do like a prison, and then you do like a Chinese casino, and Ooh, then you do underground. <laughs> that sounds super tight. Underground know. New York League. You do like a uh, like a, a bar in like Miami, <laughs> where a bunch of people are just gambling their cars. Yeah, I got. And then you go to bingo halls in the Midwest and sweat yeah. it out with no AC. <laughs> Damn, honestly, the Vegas that's episode. A, that's a life. I'm. I'd be super down to live for sure. <laughs> that sounds very fun. Just a gambling. Uh, so, so you did. You said you never asked him what he did for those three years because I just picture um, him like. So my mom, the reason she let him move back in because he moved back in. It yeah, was, uh, and they uh, stay separated. The uh yeah and they it was did, just always they weird, never I'm actually sure. fully got divorced was yeah. uh, I learned way later on uh, they never just signed paperwork or anything yeah they said that they couldn't afford it and yeah. then, uh it was just in the pile of paperwork yeah yeah, yeah in, in the corner Eight yeah down. Was, <laughs> uh, uh but yeah he uh was living in his car and that's why she brought Let him back because she didn't want to do that to him yeah sure. My parents are so weird, bro. Like, are they still living together now? Yeah, and they're like best friends now. It's okay, so weird. tight. It's like uh, that's awesome. They're it's the perfect origin story. Yeah, there's like a deep down love that I think both of them have for sure. My mom is still very uh, sexy. Uh, okay, I'm just <laughs> I was <laughs> you motherfucker. Bro. She's, she's Florida sexy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, got all our teeth for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're good friends. But just like roommates, basically. Yeah, they have separate rooms. Yeah, but my dad, like, I mean, he's still complaining. Like, he goes, "I don't know why she's having us mow the lawn today. <laughs> it's my one day off." <laughs> and like, it's uh, a sitcom yeah. called Unmarried with Children. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so crazy because both of them, honestly, I feel like at this moment moment in life you know they got caught up in the stresses of life yeah and had their issues with each other but for at sure. this point they're just kind of grateful to be parents well, i guess for sure. the vibe i get like also to have somebody there i mean there's nothing i uh, even in friendships when i do hit a hard place and then we get through a big fight there's something about the other side of that fight yeah. that if you can get through that shit 
the bond is heavier. For sure. we're like, we've been through yeah. much muddier waters before. Mm-hmm. And exactly, now we, we know we can tackle shit together. Yeah. Like my dad right now is being pretty clutch from my mom. My mom, she, her car stopped working. Like she had to take it to a dealership. Mm-hmm. It's been six months that's been at the dealership. Oh yeah. man, she's always on the phone with these motherfuckers. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's tight that you said clutch. Yeah, that's a fun one. Clutch for that's coming a, in with a car. That's oh, a, that's a car came in clutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. look at you just being automatic with it. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Oh, right. Yo. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Shut uh, up, Axel. It, <laughs> you can't just say a word and expect it to be a punchline. Uh, transmission. You took it. You took it to another gear with that one. <laughs> yeah. We're hitting uh, fourth gear right now. Yeah. We're cooking with oil. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, <laughs> I'm just oil. here to throw. A wrench in the system. <laughs> yeah, I still could have said gas. I know. <laughs> um, so that's dope that they're like they're they're friends. Yeah, he he takes her to work every day. Yeah, uh, like he, a good guy, sh- like a good friend should. Yeah, my dad, my mom, and I are all using one car. Like we, we I do remember you car. saying, like I think I got a the car. Another sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny. Speaking of cars that have a bunch of shit that does not work, like only one window works, and my yeah. mom smokes ciggies every oh. time. Both my parents smoke ciggies, so if I'm trying to get like dropped off at a homie's, like I feel like so, I'm gonna so kick lame. it with your parents. So good. <sighs> yeah, was they're gonna the, be a good hang. Was it the same ciggies? car that your dad was crashing in? Uh, say what? The originally the what he was, was sleeping. Oh no, he's had okay. about seventeen beaters. <laughs> he's gone through cars like like he's that the is. final the final car user. He uses the car until it's he's finally the final boss. Yeah. <laughs> he's the final boss against that car for used car lots. Yeah, oh, man. it's so funny. One year it was like four different cars. Yeah, you're like, why is this? What <laughs> did uh, did it ever feel like when your dad was in the midst of gambling that you were like? like wealthy oh yeah yeah um it was really bad when i was like a little kid like there's like somewhat of a disconnect between me and him when we were younger like there's a time i was sick and he like left when he was supposed to be watching me and shit and i was like you know a little kid so i I was like four (laughs) but it's not that bad compared to some other people's living situations no you're good i was just wondering if there was like a moment that you it had felt like a like, roller coaster in the back or backyard. Yeah, where like your dad was like games. balling out with like uh, with the winnings rather uh, than like we losing. had a really nice house yeah. for sure, and uh, I think my mom had a really nice job at the time. She's like a manager, oh nice, of just a salesperson. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Also, through all that time, my mom had a stroke as well, and Damn. so that uh, affected a lot of funds for sure. For sure, like. Uh, when I was like five, she had a stroke, and so yeah, she uh, she actually almost passed too. Like they took us to the hospital, and it was too soon after the stroke because she didn't even recognize her own kids. Yeah, and it was a uh, pretty wild, pretty wild times. I bet. Well, I'm going through that. Even walking through the hall, hospital halls, you're like, "What the fuck am I getting into?" Yeah, especially like I've seen horror kid. movies. Yeah. yeah, you said she saw the strokes. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of the strokes, Evan, you blew wanna, her mind for yeah. sure. You want to play us our intro song here? Yeah, let's get the intro music. Let's in get there. this episode. Are you ready started. to get get cooking? Oh, is this like the ongoing? Is, is this it? A bit? Is um, I would just yeah. Go for it. <laughs> we're just playing the intro. Come on in. We're oh, oh, oh. Yeah. let's do this. Is. 
There we go. Uh. Oh my god. That made me break my pants, bro. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to learn the words. Honest Conversations <laughs> with Austin Langley. <laughs> oh, thanks for joining us today, Spaghetti Jake. Welcome in. Welcome in. This is Honest Conversations with Austin Langley. That was the best intro I've ever heard. Yeah, Honestly, I know. I'm going to have him do an intro for some shit that I'm doing, too. Well, <laughs> it, it was like I just threw it at him. It was dope because I was like, oh, we've been making the guests do intro songs. Evan's like, yeah, we're going to play it. And you and he's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and then he, Evan just kicks on the song. I was like, go, go. Yes. And I was just like pointing at the screen at one point, too, where I was like, and he's like, come in, we're open. <laughs> he's honestly, I feel like if you were to do like sketch comedy and just tell him, be yourself, and at some point when you get mad, yell, who ate all my potatoes? <laughs> yeah. And just give him that much direction and just go. And it like, would be yeah, so cool to also do like scenes with like, like everybody's dressed as presidents or something, but it's just Kyle Benavidez is there also. No, that man is <laughs> documentary worth. Yeah. Material. I agree completely. Windy Instagram story. Oh, dude. If if there's a Windy City Heat that could ever exist, it's with Kyle Benavides. That's Mile the one. Mile High City? Windy City. Oh, yeah. Mile High City Heat. That's funny. Did you know Windy City Heat? No, actually. It's the greatest comedy of all time. I got to check it out then. Yeah, it's free it on YouTube. Hilarious. It's free on YouTube. It's about uh, Don Burrez and this dude named Scary Perry. And the crew that he's got back in the 80s, they're all stand-up comics and performers. And he tricks this man named Perry into thinking that he's the star role of a feature film called Windy City Heat. And he's going to be the lead role who's like this detective and has to take down and serve justice. And but so, dude, this guy has no experience acting. Oh, he, he has, no, he perf- he claims to be a fucking which is professional in every art. Why film. they trick him. Like yeah. He really thinks he could just be the star of this film instantly. Yeah. So, like, they lean into his, like, wannabe belief that he's a star. Dude, he's just an insane person. And it becomes prank after prank after prank. The like, whole movie is one giant prank against this man thinking yeah. that they're filming him. And a there's movie. so many people involved. I mean, Dane Cook is, like... Dane Cook, Bobcat, fucking... Uh, Kimmel, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like produced it. Adam Carolla. Yeah, there's they get like famous people. That one MTV guy, I can't remember. Who's the guy Carson that plays uh, plays SpongeBob's voice? He's oh, he's yeah. the guy that tries to dress up. Just he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, SpongeBob man. What are you talking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Patrick, we get it. Another day, yeah. another more spaghetti. Yeah, but it is one of Austin's favorite movies. It's I've, dude. I've watched it probably five, six times. It's so funny. Yeah, if you have, have to check yeah, it out. if you get any, shit. if you're taking any homework from here, it's watch Windy City Heat. It's just a well-executed fucking. Prank. It's unbelievable. It is literally, like, scene after scene, you're like, there's no way he's going to fall for this one. Like, when is he going to break, and this is not longer going to be a movie anymore, and he doesn't. Yeah, that's when you start to question whether or not they're, like, on the low without anybody knowing, fully aware of, like, what's going on, you know? But, yeah, Kyle... We're coming for you. We've ruined the plan already, if you listen to this podcast, but... Oh, man. It is... uh, Scary Perry, the main character, is the epitome of like unchecked 
uh, confidence. Well, and it's like, yeah, it's it's an insane person. Yeah, is what it is. And you're like, you're not making fun of them, but yeah, using it to your advantage to get those laughs. It's good. And yeah. Check it out. Mile high city. Heat's Mile high soon. city. Mile high heat would be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What would be the film you would want to trick someone into thinking they were the star of? Oh, Ooh, a heist. And you actually get Ooh. them to rob a bank or something <laughs> like that. You're like, just going to run into the bank with this gun. These are all trained actors. So don't gonna, worry about it. They're gonna, really going to think. We got a huge budget for this. <laughs> picture this, picture this, picture this. <laughs> There's a graffiti artist Ooh. And he loves doing graffiti. He's an artist, too, you know. But I do every, it for the love. Spanksy. But then he starts noticing all his graffiti getting covered up by the term Les Squa. He's like, who the hell is this Les Squa person? And it turns out Les Squa is a French Sasquatch. Whoa. Big twist. No one's ever spotted the French Sasquatch. And so he the goes twist out is bigger than his feet. He yeah. embarks on a journey with a documenter who's looking for Bigfoot uh, subcategories such as Les Squaw, and he mm. also works with a, a gypsy of sorts that mm. knows the streets. Can read the future. Yeah, and she also sells the crew painkillers and shit. So. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. She's, she's got like a big, guns. she's got like a big Adderall per script, so yeah. they're what all makes, about it. Uh, Les Squaw different than Bigfoot? Like, is it the accent? Um, yeah, I mean, he definitely, does. he's more graffiti based for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely, I've never seen a Sasquatch street artist, which is dope. Yeah. Because imagine what those pieces are selling for. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. I, I mean, just, even if you can get, I mean, you can get a La Squaw original, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can get like the classic pose of Bigfoot walking yeah, just, away, but ugh. put like a spray can in his hand. Just a blurry image that's spray painted and considered good. Yeah, where's where's Waldo outfit? Because he's French. Yeah, <laughs> and he thinks it's funny. Well, it's like, like an ongoing bit, anonymous, so everybody's like, nobody's ever gotten a photograph of him. Yeah, yeah. We don't even know if he's real. <laughs> and he sure loves covering up other people's art. That's yeah, his, that's, that's his, his, he's just tagging over tags. Yeah. Where's Kyle come and play this one? Oh, um, <laughs> I feel like Kyle would make a really good Les Squaw. Okay. <laughs> Little Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what if Sasquatch is only like 5'4"? And we... And he's just not... And what if what if he's been shaving this whole time? Or how about he's a detective within that verse that really finds Les Squaw? That actually makes more Ooh. sense. Ooh, we could send them... Dude, that would be tight if you could prank someone into thinking that they're on an adventure for... A street artist who goes by the name previously Lesquois. Yeah. (laughs) Known as Sasquatch. (laughs) That's tight. Yeah, not too bad, actually. I feel like we could do this, man. We we know people with cameras. We know people who would be willing to help help, help this become a thing. Yeah, help prank prank Kyle Benavides in general. We could... uh find a i mean there's plenty of comics who have divorced parents mm. oh yes we yes, could yes. parent trap one of these foos Ooh. Ooh. or we do comics parent uh what is that uh <laughs> the titanic we just sink a ship that they're all <laughs> no <laughs> 60 day fiance or whatever <laughs> it will come with comics parents austin bangs comics parents whoa every episode you bang a different comics parent (laughs) i hear that that's a that's the gold 
I, the I being your parents. Ninety Day Fiance with comics would be love at the light. I could make it like a life goal, maybe like a threesome with Kyle's pa- parents. Yeah, because he lives in the basement. Yeah, it'd be like just a funny bit. <laughs> you know, one of them funny bits. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a bit. <laughs> the old bit of a bit. Um. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're close with both your parents and they're still friends and buddies. Yeah. Because there is like a weird relationship. My parents have been divorced for a long time, but when they'd still hang out like at family gatherings or random events, they were like always giving each other shit. And it was like funny to me. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is dope. Like they're bonding, but. I have a coworker who's getting married and she invited her mom and her stepmom to come dress shop. And their families have never been in the same room <laughs> since divorce. And then the dads were just kind of like, well, if the, she's going. I might as well go. Yeah. So now for the first time, she has like all this pressure of like wedding planning and her families both being in the same room for the very first time since divorce. And, and they just invited themselves. That sounds like a, that sounds like it's a, been 10. Yeah. 10 plus years. It sounds like a silly movie in itself. I know. It's called yeah. since divorce. I feel like, you know, with time comes kind of like forgiveness, at least when it comes to certain things like divorce. I mean, there's people out there that are wanting to kill motherfuckers. Yeah, but well, and it does sound like ultimately when the divorce happened, your mom almost gave an ultimatum at some point was like, you need to get your shit together or we'll f- figure this out. And I think I mean, it. I mean, I don't know the, the situation, but from even just the brief information, it sounds like your mom would have been like, hey, dude, I'm not putting up with this. Yeah. Get your shit together or come back when you when you can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My dad's a gambler and my mom's a spender, bro. They're both terrible with money, for yeah, sure. Uh, I think that's exactly what happened, though, is she was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. If you're yeah, because it doesn't sound like it was, like, very toxic leading up to it. It sounds like they talked it out as adults most of the time. Yeah, honestly. Like, it wasn't like... I've never seen my parents yelling at each other or any of that shit. Yeah, see, that's, like, always a plus, at least being like, oh, they're they're aware enough to know... Like, hey, we're both not fit out for this at the moment. Yeah, honestly. and Because uh, even as adults, that's hard to do both, for most people. Yeah, both of them struggled through it the entire time, for yeah. sure. Like, just, uh, and it was their second divorce. Like, they both. Yeah, were, both have was, been through it. Yeah, it was, uh, both of them had experience. There's a lot of other things that go along with it where you're like, I'm losing a friend. I'm losing a person I do things with. I'm losing yeah. a person I can vent to. There's other like, yeah. besides all these photos just like around. What do you do with those? <laughs> yeah, who take them down? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. It was just weird. Photoshop them. My dad's first wife actually became like a huge like kind of alcoholic drug addict. Yeah. And so my oldest sister, when my parents got divorced, I think was still like they've all all three of them have been through way worse and still so, well and still probably processing and shit from the other one yeah they were uh for sure like uh very supportive throughout the whole thing too like yeah. even i didn't really know too much i guess that was like the big issue was my well and that's hard age that's a hard age to be like let's tell our son all about life and love and why this isn't working out yeah i mean yeah it was uh it's not too bad, honestly. It's not the worst thing that I've had to deal with, for sure. Um, are either of your family, are any of your parents, like, big cooks? 
Oh no, man! I mean, really? Oh, I, I hate saying this out in public, but my mom <laughs> has the greatest sense of food. Like, she not only doesn't uh, cook very often, which you know I don't blame her for that, but she just doesn't like a lot of foods. Like, yeah, she, she's a picky eater. Yeah, she you know she doesn't like. She's she doesn't like that like, kid that goes to restaurants and just orders chicken fingers. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh my god! Like she hate my both my parents rag on me for getting Chipotle. They go, "Oh, you getting Chipotle? That's disgusting." And I'm like, "What is disgusting about Chipotle?" And they're Plus like, "Their rice like, tastes like soap." Oh, and, and they I'm have like, like that's called cilantro. Yeah, they don't like cilantro, and then they don't like. Oh man, there's just it's both ongoing. your parents anything are picky with eaters. Spice, anything with flavor, they don't want. I yeah. Well, I was raised like you better fucking eat it or you go hungry. True. I mean, like, here, and so, like, I'll eat, there's not much that I don't eat. My mom called it a happy plate mm-hmm. when I clear the whole food. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to, they didn't have to tell me twice to eat. Don't bring that shit in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ate everything. For yeah, sure. that's the thing is, like, I think there's a point where. So was there a point that you started to cook a lot? For yourself? No, I'm I'm terrible in the kitchen, man. The only <laughs> thing I know how to make is spaghetti. And even at that, it, it, a lot of people have. I've like been like, do you want me to make you spaghetti? And they go, yeah. And then when I'm halfway through, they're like, I'm not eating your spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I've. I've always, dude, spaghetti's an easy one. How do you easy goof that peasy. up? Oh, well, I love, I love the way I make it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I like certain A little things. outside the pasta box. Yeah. I mean, I just, I love my noodles al dente. You know what I'm saying? I love. Uh, I have Laura check my dudes. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Ah, I got in nice. trouble for it once. What do you mean? Nudes. It was a joke. Oh. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> it's the first nudes. time I've addressed this <laughs> ever in this podcast. Yeah. And it's just a joke that airballs. You're like, hey, here's a shot. I'll take it. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's not like I'm worried about it. There's never any foul. Anyways, Isn't now I think pasta? honestly, over over time, you know, you you'll get more and more comfortable with bullshit. You know? Pasta, yeah. you can throw against the wall, right? That's it's, how you know it's done. I've never yeah. done that. Well, what the fuck you live in life for, man? You gotta throw spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, it's an see excuse to throw food. <laughs> see I what do think I have to have like some sort of. I write trials, like, I, like uh, <laughs> I treat open mics like a bowl of pasta. If yeah. it's not cooked, or yes, I need, it is. I need like <laughs> an adventure of sorts. I need to embark on a journey to fully earn the name Spaghetti Jake. You dude, know? if you start making noodles and selling them, oh yeah, dude. I have a noodle thing. At my house, my roommate just did it the other day. If you, you just had a pasta cart, dude. If you had Bruh, bagged, would, if you had bagged spaghetti, spaghetti Jake a la carte. Oh my god, oh, a cart, <laughs> and you'd be pretty sweet. You got like three sauces. You're like the CCs on the street, dude. Yeah, street C's, <laughs> street C's, but on yeah, and then you got <laughs> it's just named after different pizza companies. <laughs> resist the CCs. Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I'd be down to make a sauce for I mean, sure. That'd like be a, dope. A spaghetti sauce. Because I, I actually cake my shit with so, uh, seasonings nowadays. Yeah. The amount of pepper I use for like eggs or anything that has cheese in it. It's a complete rejection I'm, of everything your mom cooked. It's, it's too much pepper for sure. Like <laughs> I literally like cake pepper on, yeah. on a lot of things. I put pepper in my water sometimes. Yeah, I've seen. That's psychopath. I knew a dude that my, it was like a step uncle. And he would keep salt in his shirt pocket. 
Yeah, he also kept people in his basement. <laughs> what the hell? He could have, dude. He had a wild farm. Yeah, that guy is insane. To be like, I don't know, I think there's almost like, I've cooked in enough kitchens, too, where it's like almost like an insulting insulting thing. Whoa. Yeah, look, look at, at there. you getting spicy. When someone needs oh, to spice. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even get it at first. It <laughs> wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, my sister was a pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Tight, tight. Um, a question we or a thing we like to uh, do on the podcast is if you have any questions for Austin. Okay. Is there anything you think I'm not honest enough about, or feel like you don't know about me? Um, is this too much to ask? Um, how, uh, if you don't mind me asking, <laughs> how, uh, how did you? What did you go to jail for? Oh, jail? Yeah, I don't mind asking. That's murder. No, <laughs> yeah, bro. I knew you're a comedian, but um, you know you could murder. Yeah, I can murder. <laughs> Dunking on my ass. Uh, jail was my just all my alcohol problems. Oh, that makes sense. Like multiple DUIs. I uh, I once tried to time out, which is like I'll do my jail time instead of doing my probation, and so I that's what they call it was timing out, and I spent like three months in county. And then I just got into DUI immediately after. So it wasn't even like worth just celebrating the lack of probation. It was, yeah, it was so dumb. And so then I also got one on the way to a McDonald's interview. Yeah. Right. Eight in the morning on the way to an interview. Yeah. That's hilarious. I woke up wasted. I think I'd probably chug some more whiskey and then just like decided to drive. Yeah. And I bumped into this lady at a stop sign and then she like started yelling at me. And I was like, I don't believe you. And then, yeah. And I was like, no, like, even if I didn't hit the lady and the lady, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got no, arrested. That <laughs> That's actually. I just remember being like, can you call McDonald's? Tell them I'm not going to make the job interview. She's like, <laughs> like, bro, get in the back. <laughs> get in the back, you fucking scuzz. You think you would have gotten the job? Uh, I'd hope not. I mean, I was probably visibly intoxicated. Visibly, yeah, yeah, a mess. I remember being, yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> what? And I don't know. I mean, I was in the live car and learn. with someone who got a DUI once. Did they just have, like leave you on your own? You're like, hey, good luck getting home. Uh, so I, it was me. It was three of us, right? Same mm-hmm. people that did the Walmart watching. It was actually yeah. similar time. Uh. All out of, of pizza. Life. Yeah. And uh, they pull us over because homie's swerving and acting a fool. He's driven a lot worse, like more faded in yeah. the past, but he was just act being loose with it, not really yeah. caring about shit. And so uh, two two cops behind us, he's parked in a parking lot. Uh, my buddy Kane, I go to him, I look at him and say, don't tell him shit, bro. Like if they ask you anything, just don't say anything. And mm-hmm. then, uh, So they roll up. Uh, they two cops come to us immediately, like on the sides windows. Yeah, and they're asking. I they asked me. They go, "What were you guys doing before this?" And I go, "I plead the fifth. And he goes, "You're one of those." And he walks away. And I was like, "Well, that was kind of easy." And then they ask. They ask Kane, "What were you doing before this?" And he was like, "Oh, we were at a bar." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, God damn it, Kane!" Like you. you know. And then of course they pulled my boy out and yeah. Uh yeah, it was a very interesting moment. But yeah, they do just say, "Oh, chemo and Kane 
duo. Yeah, they literally. Oh my! It was my boy Justin. He lives in yeah. Boulder. He's about twenty four years old. Uh, he's I, actually a listener. He, been, he, he's he, been messaging me, telling you name to get John. He went cold turkey after the whole thing. So in a lot of ways, it actually kind of helped him with a lot of his issues, like getting in trouble for it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Oh, I mean, if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't have gotten multiple charges and lost friendships and other things, like I would have not probably gone sober or not sober, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Wouldn't just stop drinking. Slowed down, started noticing like that you really do, you know, have a problem. Yeah, know? and it's just address. I mean, I think, um, yeah. Just yeah. addressing it. I have a couple friends who right now are pretty balls deep in addiction issues, like party foul all night, all night party foul and fucking things up, doing mm-hmm. things that make all of us look really bad. Yeah. I and used then, to be that dude. And then next morning you bring it up to them and they're just like, I don't remember, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, God damn, dude. Like, you know, losing your friends for sure. But uh, how how do you think spaghetti you would do in jail? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> honestly, if it was just like jail where they just take you to it, <laughs> I, well, that's any jail, I guess. Yeah. I think I'd do pretty good in jail. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you got you got the comedic ability to yeah. to keep cool, make friends. I think it really you're like bigger, so sure. really not people, not many people would mess with you. But yeah. I don't think you would put that energy off where you're like, I could fuck up anybody in here. Yeah, you like uh, beatbox lullabies to get everybody to fall asleep. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my middle school uh, experience has prepared me for jail for sure. Oh, yeah, like the old mentality where it's like, if you if you have beef, you just got to scrap to at least show everybody else that yeah. you're willing to scrap to, my, you know. I mean, you stood up for. This one I'll name drop Ben Daly's honor at an open mic and floored some dude. Classic. I mean, (laughs) it is just funny that that was like the guy on stage who you were defending. The problem. I mean, he's great. I love Ben, but the brawlcule. He definitely, yeah. Yeah, that was the classic. I mean, you as a as a whole. For me, for sure, there's like a moment where they're like, "Both of you get out," and then I was like, right when it hit, like, "Oh God." Yeah. <laughs> but still, like you were not only defending Ben, but you were defending the whole comedy scene. I felt like it. For it's sure. obviously it's something you take passionately, and when you see someone disrespect it, you know how many tantrums I've had on stage because someone went up because it was a fantasy football bet loss or whatever, oh, God, or some yeah. guys. Fucking New Year's resolution. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, there's there's certain kind of assholes that I have no tolerance for. Uh, and, and those are just me being like, <laughs> yeah. I've had plenty of tantrums on stage. I watched Spaghetti follow one of those guys, mm-hmm. uh, a fantasy football thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember before you went up, I was like, dude, you should do the top five reasons uh, or things a therapist shouldn't say. Oh, yeah. And one of the things should be, I lost a round of fantasy football, so now that's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that actually one that one landed pretty well. For that was too. so fun. I love that kind of stuff when we can shit on uh, some kind of person taking advantage of the spot, dude. When it's when so comedy can be a very powerful thing when it's used in the proper way. Mm-hmm. Whether it's someone following that person or like even the host has the ability to like maybe break that energy and stuff. But everyone has their role, I think, at a fucking strong comedy show. And when someone, or even an open mic, and when someone uh-huh. does something and then it addresses and you're able to use your power to its, like, full ability. 
And you Spaghetti, know? when you threw that guy through the wall, oh my god! <laughs> I am pretty sure that everyone loved you for it. Yeah. Like there was nothing but. Oh, from I the was scene, over so stoked. I was already at the other open mic, and I just heard the news like trickling in, where it was like <laughs> Spaghetti Jack just murk some dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Again, it wasn't planned. I literally, I think the moment I knew I was gonna put hands on him was when he kept doing his shit, and yeah. somebody yelled, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" and he. Did nothing. He didn't didn't even hear it. Yeah. And I don't know. I remember for the next week you went up as Lasagna Larry. Oh, yeah. yeah, You changed your name. That was a whole thing, man. It's it's still at some point probably going to be in a documentary for sure. (laughs) I want different comedians within the scene to play different comedians that were there. We can do a mockumentary of just called the the Brawlicule Effect. Yeah. And it'll be the Spaghetti Jake origin story. Uh, Moments in Denver comedy history. The amount of like It's like um, drunk history where we like replay moments and act them out. Yeah. And I want like, uh, like I want a first at some point Phil Corridor to, to be in like a silhouette like blacked out uh room and his voice is just his voice yeah but then he's acting like uh lasagna larry talking about the whole incident (laughs) and at some point i just snap yeah (laughs) at some point i just uh snapped (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh carlos even took photos that night and i went to a chipotle across the street to to chill out (laughs) and there's pictures of me at the Chipotle in the background of people's comedy like pictures. Oh, that's funny. At uh, Chipotle. It's like legend. That's tight. And your parents are like, why does he like Chipotle? Yeah. Oh, man. I was going through a lot then, too. <laughs> I mean, that, that's ha- that's that's life. Yeah. It was that's, one of those. That's like, life. Most yeah, days I probably wouldn't do that, honestly. But it was people respected you more because of it. The amount of on the low nucks I got, like people walking up to me, looking yeah. left and right, and then giving me nucks below, yeah. like they they look down at their nucks, and I go, "Oh, there's a nucks," and I yeah. get nucks, and they go, "I heard about the uh, brawlicule effect incident." And it's, I go, it's like you went into the schoolyard and beat the drunkest guy on the schoolyard, mm-hmm. and then looked like the coolest guy, yeah, in prison. For it's a also second. something ninety eight percent of the comedy scene doesn't have confidence to do. You know, no one's like. You can stand up for yourself like verbally or be like, shut the fuck up, whatever that is. But to fucking floor some dude, no one, (laughs) all these fucking simps, get the fuck out of here. I remember somebody described it as if it was a game of football, Spaghetti Jake would have been rejected. Yeah. He would have been kicked out. That was was a flag on the field kind of hit. Targeting. Yeah. Yeah. He led with his shoulder. (laughs) I got him while his feet were were off. I didn't mean to. Like, again, I, I was planning on just pushing him out the door. Yeah, but the first push <laughs> was too much. It no. almost out the window. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I heard his feet were in the air. Yeah, his feet were above his head when I heard he hit the ground. <laughs> like me watching him trying to get up after that, I was like, "Oh, I pushed him. Okay, this is over." <laughs> I looked, I looked around, and everyone's eyes were super wide open. And then that's when the owner there, who already had an issue with me for whatever reason, was like, "Get out of here!" And I was like. Yes. <laughs> I literally said understood. And I walked, turned around, 
grabbed my my backpack and then walked out. Like, Understood. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like I was. I that is such like a principal, like teacher type of mentality too. Like you do get the fuck. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was like, I'm not going to be an issue anymore. I'm getting the fuck out of here. That's so funny. But I heard like a roar of cheers the second I walked out the door. <laughs> like I heard someone go, "What the fuck!" Like, and then like, "Whoa!" And then I heard about that night from every because I didn't go to That's Monkey funny. Barrel after. I, I know like, I, I was waiting for out because I had like people texting me were like, "Dude, you missed it at Monkey or Molecule Fuck." It's one of the most listened to Slaughterhouse episodes. Oh, I bet we had spaghetti in right after. Afterwards. For oh, sure, yeah. I was still, I was still fully like. You I were nervous, a, dude. You were shooken. I'm a little guilty of it still, for sure. No. Like, I don't like pushing motherfuckers. I don't want to be known as that. No, and you're not. <laughs> and I think over time, it definitely uh, time in a place, dude. That I'm not necessarily a scrapper of sorts. No, but uh, at the time, I didn't. You know, we we're all so self, yeah, deprecating as is, and so I don't want to be known as the. <laughs> The angry autistic kid, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the, the guy. old angry autistic. Yeah, I know that was an interesting point to get a video for sure. <laughs> oh, I just did a boomerang. Yeah, no words. Oh, either way. I know. mean, Austin loves a boomerang, dude. I just, it's just, it's so much work to like make sure people are talking and things are happening. Garrett's no, whatever. You, you, <laughs> you a boomerang? Yeah, I've, not successfully. Have, oh. you, have you been to Australia? Yeah. It's a prison colony. It makes it's, sense. Yeah. <laughs> they actually <laughs> invited me over because I was like, yeah, grandfathered in. <laughs> Australia seems oh, like the whoa, most. Oh, whoa, mate, you can't vote? Come oh, on yeah. down. Fallon, we gotcha. <laughs> Hello. Hello, governor. Can I eat uh, kangaroo pieces off the bobby? <laughs> I ate some kangaroo while I was there. Did you, uh, so you went to go visit your brother down there? I yeah. did. How long did you stay? Um, three months. Damn. Damn. Any spiders? You see any spiders? Dude, that was like, I worked on this farm for like a month and I would just like walk into the kitchen during the day and, or during like the morning and there was a spider just like on the ceiling that was like ginormous. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're like, that one's not even poisonous. They're like, suck it up with the vacuum. So I just like took the handle of the, and was like, blah, 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 like down the tube. Yeah. Wow. They were aggressive. Oh, yeah. that's a bud eater. That's a bird eater. That one eats the pigeons. It's like, what? We need that one. Yeah. It is crazy. You just said ginormous. It's ginormous? Not, it's not a word, dude. It's not a word? You're thinking of gigantic oh, and enormous. Man. I feel like ginormous at this point is a word, bro. You know, I was going to say, who? where did so I hear ginormous from? Because I've been using it probably since my childhood. I think it's one of those like Mandela effect things. Or like Bernstein, it, Bernstein. Yeah, dude. Oh. No, it's ginormous. I guarantee you, ginormous is a word. I enormous it's and not, gigantic. Yeah, those are the two different words that you're mixing together. You're a lie. <laughs> you're a lie. Um, I, yeah, I'll yeah. pull it up, dude. Um, I'll Google ginormous right now. Yeah, do it. No, I can't spell that word. Um, ginormous. Was there any uh? uh was there any uh, school subject that you felt like you thrived in? Uh, language arts, for language sure. Language arts, yeah. I did all the AP classes for that shit. Tight. Teachers, they literally, like, uh, I didn't even see the writing on the wall before they did. 
They, yeah. I looked at a yearbook like a year ago, and a teacher, uh, one teacher quotes John Stewart, and they're trying to like initiate, trying to get me to be a comedian. Yeah. And then another one uh, referenced uh, motherfucking, I forgot that one. Patrice O'Neill. Emo Phillips. No, no. <laughs> some some talk show host. I think Jay Leno or some shit. Ooh. Jay uh, Leno, dude. He's yeah. the, te- the teacher's, uh, I, I guess they, my public speaking was always pretty good, too. Letterman's dope. Jay Leno never put out a special because he never wanted to burn a joke. That's totally true. He's just never. He's also to... one of those people that was always an old person in my eyes. <laughs> like ever since Jay Leno was on television, I was like, that dude is old. Look yeah. at that chin. That chin. I was that about to say that, man. That is, that is a very odd, is, odd, put, odd chin. It is yeah, weird. Yeah, chin. It is, dude. It is. <laughs> it is disgust. No, I mean it is gross. My chin? Yeah, it, I feel like it's been worked on to be bigger. <laughs> like he's gotten plastic surgery to pump that thing up a little. Yeah, that is a. Uh, under- Wasn't even that expensive. It's <laughs> it's literally a cartoonish character <laughs> face. Yeah. Um, the crimson Leno. Yeah, the crimson. It's a fairly odd parents reference. Crimson <laughs> chin. Um, I was I was pretty good at math, but then uh, uh, yeah. Once they start adding letters to it, bro. Algebra. I started. I was still out. taking like algebra in college, so it was just so boring, man. I would always fall asleep, like every single time. Well, it's always stu- it's stupid. Damn. I mean, I'm stupid, but math's stupid. But yeah, algebra, bra, bra, That would have been a good math leads group. The yeah, algebras. The algebra. <laughs> Do you have any other questions for me, Spaghetti Jake? Um. There was no, the, I mean, the jail was just all my alcohol problems. There was, yeah, really- I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And obviously, you know, I think you're a good guy. Like, in the end of the day, me, it- did you think of me differently when I would talk about how I'd been in jail? Um, no, I mean, okay. that's what I was expecting for sure. <laughs> 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 I always like, cause like in jail, you're like, I got an alcohol problem and you're hanging out with like dudes who are like, yeah, I beat the shit out of this guy for fucking my old lady. And (laughs) I killed my mom. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, whoa, you're a criminal. I fired a gun at a party. Yeah. Yeah. My chick was getting fucked. Yeah. I don't know how to take any criticism whatsoever. (laughs) So So if somebody looks at me in a very endearing way, (laughs) I don't know how to take it. There's also (laughs) underlying homophobia that my father (laughs) induced on me. (laughs) That's a character you should do. (laughs) You should do prisoner who... uh, is addressing issues extremely self-aware self-aware like a robot yeah (laughs) but then he just acts the same way (laughs) no it was all alcohol problems i try to talk about it on stage but no one ever thinks it's funny i bet there's rooms that that shit there there is very very and there's times like connecting you know for sure and there's like you make it crush yeah there's it's work. It's it's done its job. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that makes sense. Because there is like there used to be like a sober mic. Mm. It was at this bar called Awake, and it's basically like recovering addicts that would go to that spot or be like, "Oh, yeah. here's comedy at a sober bar." That's what like we're looking for. Yeah, and so I would do like my recovery alcoholic shit and talk about like horror stories and what they would call it in group. I went to a kava bar and I asked for a beer and they like almost tried to kick me out pretty much. Yeah, that makes sense. They were uh, offended. You, you go to a softcore opium done anywhere in the world. <laughs> Dude, kava, comedy for kava is the worst it could be. Yeah. 
Do you think like, a stoner audience is hard and difficult it's like an opiate sometimes? Rehab. Yeah, and no, it's yeah. They when you overdose, they will put you in the hammock out back. <laughs> You'll come back to in forty five. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for being a part of coming. We're open, Spaghetti Jake. Um, I am excited to see you at Roast Battle this evening. Heck yeah, I'm very excited. Evan put well. this episode out so I can plug my show that's tonight. And this is coming out. Sure. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I love the roasts, man. I think they're honestly a pinnacle in Denver, and they're becoming more and more more pinnacle, if that makes sense. You hear that, listeners? I think we're going to get in. I mean, this is bold as somebody that's never even stood on that stage, but I think uh, roast battles should be on Comedy Works. I, I think it should be in there. It doesn't have any shows like that. And but it would fucking crush. It rivals any comedy show I've seen in Denver, for sure. It's doing its job. I'm very proud of something that... It's the only show I've ever wanted to throw a table upside down. Yeah. In like December... It go crazy. December yeah. will be our uh, our year anniversary. It's almost a year old. Ooh. I mean, you've been with it pretty fucking early on, too. When we started in Jester's Palace and Come shit. Come in where Open's about to hit a year, too. Yeah, yeah. Dang. The Thanksgiving episode was oh, yeah. our first episode that we did at your house. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. I guess all of us are just like more and more getting established as time goes on. I guess but that's what comedy is to see the show grow into what it is now. It feels very cool and yeah. something I'm like oh, very man. proud of. You know, it's really cool, bro. And the fact, like, even last episode, dude, the panels you guys fucking ripped. Having the Halloween theme there, but not like overwhelming. Yeah, like Shout it was to everybody that's contributed, dude. For real, I mean, everybody it's not that's like, come in and said like, "I want to be a part of this. Yeah, I want to help. How can I be a piece of this?" I mean, like, it's what's made this show so great. Yeah, is like everybody wants. To, you've created a show that people want to be a part of. Well, and I, yeah, like I said, I was gonna say I book it and I talk to people about doing it and I give them the the platform, but. By no means, I couldn't have done it alone, you know? Yeah, I mean, so many people I've talked to that really want to be a part of it, but they're so nervous to talk to you about it because they don't want to come off as... Well, if there's anybody nervous that uh -huh. wants to talk to me, approach me with battles, please. Battles, yes. ideas. Battles. Um, I mean, everybody that's been a part of it has brought something to the table. Oh, for the sure. Table, you know? And that's the thing is no one's there. It's a show with multiple roles, and those roles yeah. are filled... It is crazy. It's a production of like 10 people now. And, yeah. and just to like let jokes rip. Like Lane fucking murdered. Yeah. My mom got one good one off. Uh -huh. yeah, you she, murdered. She was a good one herself. It was funny. I mean, even just to show my mom uh, what I have, like, I guess, built. Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, hey, this is something I'm proud of. And I do twice a month and I enjoy thoroughly because people enjoy coming to it. But definitely big and like for how old and long uh, roast battle is, Spaghetti, you've been a huge part of it. Oh. I mean, the amount of battles that you've been involved in and panel and just even you're there for every show. Even yeah, if you're, you're not welcome. A, you're welcome yeah. any any day of the week. Hell yeah, man. Honestly, it means it means the world to me, man. I uh, Well, I we appreciate you. Wanna, yeah. I put so much... Uh, like thought into it on a regular basis, like it it's, shows. It's uh, it's a they're fun jokes to write too. Yeah, it's where it's so like fun. something you can be proud of, and you're like, watch this. Yeah, and it's like doing a fucking 
new dance move that no one's ever seen before where you're like, I'm about to, about to light oh, this place up. Yeah. Here we go. It's and like, so then. Yeah, practicing a skate trick. Yeah. And then you get around the homies and you're like, look what I've been working oh, on. Yeah, check this one out. You, yeah. You, I got these trays now. You look like a fat cow. <laughs> <laughs> Just the old straight jab sometimes. Yeah. I. Uh, but, yeah, I love it so much. It's yeah. an opportunity that I'm grateful for every single time, bro. No, sure. I, we love you there. You should plug Bumpin' Bongs. Oh, yeah. Bumpin', 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 Bongs, 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 Bongs. Do you like watching comedy and getting high at the same time? Well, come to Bumpin' Bongs, hosted by Spaghetti Jake at Jad's Mile High Smoke. Ooh. Yeah, Jad's is a great place where they never yell at comedians. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so check it out. It's uh, The next one's November 23rd, so I don't know when this comes out, but we'll pre- figure it out. soon. And right now, on paper, it's the last one. So we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> Tight. Should be a good time. Tight. Follow you on social media where? Uh, the Spaghetti Jake Show on it. At Instagram. The Spaghetti Jake Show at Instagram.com because I still use the website and not the app that's downloaded on my phone. Hell yeah. I don't. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've logged into Instagram through like laptop and stuff. It yeah. is a little odd. It just it's, it doesn't look right. Yeah, and it the seems point. like a lot of work just to get to something that you can open your phone and fi- find. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, I pulled up the outro music. Uh, Spaghetti, do you think you could... <laughs> Hit it. This is a blank one. Like, so there's no Kyle on there. We're, see if you can top that. Oh, do you want to so do our intro? You're setting me up for the same thing that you set Kyle up for. Well, not, not as Well, like, Kyle's our intro. You could be our outro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, or we can, I mean, I'm always down to kick Kyle out. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, in I, any I form of my life. Kyle's intro. I'll do an outro, I guess. Hell yeah. All right. You thank you for being part of the show. Thank we'll you. Uh, roast Happy battles tonight. We'll see you. You just listened to Come In, We're Open. Honest Conversations with Austin Langley. Now get the fuck out of here. (laughs) 